you're listening to the Transport for the North podcast. Hello and welcome to the Transport for the North podcast. I am your host, Gemma, and today we are continuing with our Business Matters series, looking at all things business right across our region. Today, I am delighted to be joined by Councillor Charlie Edwards. He is Transport for the North member for Lancashire County Council, where he is the Cabinet Member for Highways and Transport, and he is also um, a Vice Chair on our board. So, good morning to you, Councillor. Edwards. Hello there Gemma, how are you doing? Are you okay? Very well, thank you. How's things over in uh, in Morecambe? Not too sunny today I believe. Oh it's amazing, every, every day it's a sunny day in Morecambe. <laughs> Glad to hear it. So thank you for joining us on the podcast today. It's great to have you here. You are of course relatively new to uh, the vice chair position on our board last September September-ish, I believe that was, if I've got my uh, my memory and my dates correct. Tell us a little bit about yourself to get us started, your uh, your career as a county councillor to date and your role on the TFM boards. So yes, I was first elected onto Lancashire County Council in 2017. I represent the town of Morecambe, Division Morecambe South. And before that, I spent a couple of years on Lancaster City Council as well. So I've Throughout most of my 20s, I've been involved in local government in some elected form or another. And I think it's really important that young people are involved in in the political process. And so for me, it was one of those things that it was very important to yeah, stand up and be heard, really. So I'm not originally from Morecambe or from Lancashire or from the north. I'm, I'm a Londoner and I went to Lancaster University and never left. I just fell in love with this place. And so, again, it's very imperative of, upon me to do what I can to volunteer in my local community to make it the best place it could be. They've been kind enough to let me stay. So I want to do what I can to, to, to make this the best place it can be. It was in May 2017 when I was appointed to the cabinet role for highways and transport. And Transport for the North Board was a real opportunity for me and I think for Lancashire. I feel that Lancashire's voice is sometimes and in the past been um, subsumed by the voices of the louder uh, mayoral authorities. And so it was really important that I got right stuck in and I wanted to, to, to get into the, the nub of how Transport for the North works as an organisation. And and and, I, and so, yeah, to, to take on the, the, the vice chair role, um, I think it, it probably the most crucial time we've got a new chair who's just been appointed um, who I think is going to be a real breath of fresh air for us we've got uh, Martin Tugwell the chief exec again who I think has been who's, who's been brilliant since since his appointment so yeah it's a great time to be involved in transport for the north and in Lancashire County Council politics as a whole with the emerging news that's happened this week which is the 15 leaders of all of the councils, the unitaries, the county council and all the districts have come together to speak with one voice for Lancashire. And isn't that exactly what we say Transport for the North is all about? So we're, we're taking on from we're taking some lessons from our from our friends elsewhere. Aside from politics, uh, my real job is I'm a pub landlord. The boardwalk in Morecambe. Um, it's uh, it's 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 my little my little baby. And yes, as I say, I've co-owned that for the last three years. 
and my the rest of my time is spent um, looking after my pregnant missus who's going to be giving birth between the next transport for the North Board meeting and the one after and uh, and taking her to, to to watch West Ham United Football Club because you know that's what true love's all about. There you go, that's me. I, I, I mean, I'll take your word for it on the uh, on the going to see West Ham as the uh, as a sign of true love. But uh, Charlie, I think we can all say that that London's loss is the North's gain. Most definitely, it's great to have you uh, on board, and it's uh, as you say, fantastic to see uh, younger generations getting involved in, uh, in in local politics. So important. Lancashire, as we all know, is a fantastic county. Give us an overview of the types of industries that um, that Lancashire has historically been home to and what that business landscape looks like today. Well, Lancashire is the industrial revolution. It's where it all started in the first place. Obviously, I represent a smaller Lancashire than than the like then historic Lancashire of Liverpool and Manchester and up to Barrow. Uh, my the Lancashire in which that I represent goes from the Fylde coast right the way into the east east of Lancashire into into the old coal, the old coal, coal fields and the old mill towns um, of the east uh, right the way down to the borders with Liverpool and Manchester the Rosendale Valley and West Lancashire and all the rest of it right the way up to the edge of the Lake District. Um, in terms of the industries that we did have, I mean, it was obviously coal, cotton, the docks, key trade, key transport. Uh, you know, at one point, 85 percent of all cotton was manufactured worldwide was manufactured in, in Lancashire. Um, and fast forward to, to, to today, we still are at the absolute forefront of a number of, of key economies. I think our biggest one of our most significant employers is now aerospace with 17,000 people directly employed in that sector and there's then there's a huge supply chain to that and what is really great about the aerospace sector is that it's not it doesn't have one geographical hub it really is something that is spread across the entire the entire county overall it's about 30 main aerospace firms and their annual turnover is something like five billion pounds it's a huge gva into the economy um energy energy and air and, and, and environmental assets are a huge part of of not just lancashire but that entire kind of northwest and we've got the two power stations uh, at hesham just down the road from from us and we've also obviously we've also got a huge amount of energy infrastructure when it comes to to renewables as well um and then aside from that health innovation we've got again a massive thing in in, in lancaster digital and creative uh, which again is part where my background my non-political background is i used to work in cyber security and we are one of the leading areas for for cyber security innovation and obviously we've got the new the newly announced national cyber security center has been announced that's happening in salmsbury and um, that was announced by Ben Wallace, the Secretary of State for Defence, very recently. So, yeah, now we we are at the hub of a series of real emerging economies, and now's the time to be setting up shop in Lancashire. Fantastic to hear that uh, insight into so many different industries, and of course, the other fantastic thing about Lancashire, it is a very diverse county. 
very rural, but great towns and cities as well. And that, I think, reflects in those variety of um, businesses and, and sectors um, in the county. In terms of setting up shop in Lancashire, obviously it's something you've done. You came up here and, and never left. What would you say are the main benefits for businesses doing that? Um, I'd say the first one is the the talent pool. I think we've got such an amazing, talented workforce here in Lancashire. We've got four leading universities and a huge amount of really great colleges. Um, with a load of specialisms and the majority of those specialisms being in the, that core STEM area, which I think is so important. Um, we've got much better digital connectivity than other parts of, of the country. Um, Lancashire County Council have an unrivaled business support programme, the, the Boost business business programme that wins, wins awards. Um, and then I would also say that um, there is, we have a competitive advantage by the very nature of where we are in terms of the fact that house prices are cheaper, you know, real estate's cheaper. Um, we've obviously got significant natural capital as well, so it actually is a better place to live, like healthier, better air quality, and etc. So I'd say there's quite a there's quite a significant advantage to to Lancashire. And then in terms of what we are trying to do to to enable that and encourage that is we have a series of investment opportunities and, and, and an investment pipeline that we are delivering as the county council and as and, and as as lancashire as a whole we've got new roads being built at the moment we very recently had uh, five six years ago we had the um, the morecambe the, the gateway from from the m6 into morecambe that revolutionized morecambe and, and, and north lancashire we're currently building the hay houses link which is going to really make a massive difference to get from the M55 into St Anne's, one of our core and key beautiful towns. We've got uh, the, the Preston Western Distributor, which is effectively like another bypass going in, uh, in Preston. Um, it's not all about roads, though. Obviously, I'm extremely keen on improving the uh, transport link, public transport links. So we're actually in the process of, we've, we've just finished our consultation on uh, our new train station that's being built in North Preston as well, Cotton Parkway. And, you know, that's again going to be a significant project that's just going to make Lancashire the kind of place where you can set up business because the connectivity is so great. And more, moreover, there's a real opportunity for to attract better talent um, to the area. I've got a, I've got a, a, a company I went and visited recently and they are leading the way in hydrogen fuel cells and fuel batteries and they've now made a battery that can run a, a, a like a bus or a coach from one end of the country to another on one charge and they are making the, the recharging stations so that we'll be able to have hydrogen service service stations in the future and they're based in like they're based in south lancaster um and they've attracted graduates from across not just the country but across the world i was speaking to one one guy just graduated from oxford yeah it was a no-brainer moving to lancaster because it is cheaper to live but it is such a rich community and that's that's what we see across lancashire whether that's blackpool fleetwood the north of the county or some of those historic amazing places burnley burnley's on the up massively on the up by the way colm's great yeah just great place to be really 
I'm glad you touched on some of the specific uh, transport projects there, because that's something I was going to ask you to touch on in terms of um, transport enabling and supporting business opportunities. So you've given uh, some some notes on ones that are already underway and progressing, looking a bit more towards the future. Obviously, you've mentioned hydrogen there. What specific transport interventions would you like to see coming to fruition over the next sort of decade or so? Well, east to west connectivity is the most important for me. And that's east to west within Lancashire and also east to west across the country. And so there is the link, there's a there's a link that was that was destroyed in the beaching cuts between Colm and Skipton. That would make a huge difference to connectivity. It would basically create a fourth east to west line across the across the north of the country and that that has a real uh, benefit not just to those particular um, communities but also to the wider connectivity and be make it so much easier for you to get from preston to newcastle for example at the moment you've got to go up to carlisle and across that kind of thing so there's a real uh, you know it makes leeds even closer to to to, to the whole of Lancashire. um i also am extremely keen on re um connecting West Lancashire to the rest of the county and also to to, to the, there's a few communities that I think are a little bit left behind. So the two key projects for me there um, are linked to what's called the Bursco Curves, which is uh, the reopening of a line, which would effectively mean that you could get trains a lot quicker from Southport to Manchester and to Liverpool. Um, there is a, at the moment there's a service that goes from Liverpool to Ormskirk. You get off the train at Ormskirk, you wait half an hour, and then you go from Ormskirk to Preston. How good would it be if you could just go straight from Liverpool to Preston? So that that kind of connectivity is really important in the west of Lancashire. Um, and then in terms of what again, one of the things that I've been extremely keen on with my representations to Transport for the North Board to the response to the integrated rail plan has been the importance of freight and the TFN's recently published freight strategy does outline this in, in a lot more detail and a lot of good work's been done into this but for me freight is the key it's about getting getting lorries off the road at a time when we've got this HGV driver crisis um, we need to really up our game when it comes to freight in Lancashire and so there's an emerging piece of work that's been done in Huncote uh, the MP there is uh, Sarah Brickliffe one of the one of the newly elected MPs in 2019 and she's been fighting tooth and nail for for her residence in Hindburn, Accrington that that kind of way and and and, and Huncote the freight terminal is is a really exciting project um, and again that's the kind of thing I want to see so connectivity not just for the sake of connectivity um, it's about making sure that we have a real kind of joined up approach to the projects that we carry out. So as I alluded to at the beginning of, of our talk, the Lancashire leaders have announced this week that we have put a plan to government that says that for the first time in decades, we all agree <laughs> we are going to work together with one voice and part of that is about devolving core funding from central government into our community and then allowing the 15 leaders, the county deal, the great new deal for Lancashire, is it? the greater for greater Lancashire it's called, um, 
to be able to, to spend that money on the on the areas that is going to have the most benefit. And one of the significant work streams of that money is going to be transport and connectivity. And I, I was extremely pleased to see that put into the deal as one of its core pillars. And so to be able to have a pot of money that the government devolves to us that can, we can say, right, this is what we can deliver, I think is is absolutely invaluable. And so, yeah, it's a really great time to to invest in Lancashire because it it's a, for the first time in a long time, the government's going to invest in us. You mentioned the uh, the the one voice approach that's being taken within Lancashire there. Of course, that one voice, one north, everybody coming together to look up, joined up uh, infrastructure investment is what Transport for the North is all about. And how, on a regional level, how does that one north approach help with improving business opportunities for the region? I think that Transport for the North as an organisation has solidified the north and transport has been the issue that has brought leaders together unlike any other i think you're always going to get regional disparities um however if you were to actually take the north of england as a country on its own it's bigger than most of the countries in the eu we'd have more votes in the european parliament we are you know we are a an, an extreme economy and a massive player within the European economy and, and, and within the in, within the global economy. Um, and it is about us understanding that and understanding the challenges that each other faces. I think, as I said earlier, it's very easy for the mayors who have a national presence and media attention Andy Burnham can open a packet of crisps and there'll be a Manchester Evening News article about it. I've opened about three packets of crisps this morning and I'm not even, you're the one person who's spoken to me. Uh, but the, the, in all seriousness, it is really important that we, that we do speak with one voice. And what I like about the Transport for the North system is that whilst there is a, a a clear direction and an understanding of what each other needs and wants there is still a a sense of um collegiateness about it that there is everyone does want to listen to each other's voice and we are all heard and i think that's really important in any in any kind of professional context and yeah it's good really good to see that that teamwork and the team the teamwork of the north coming together um, and at the end of the day, sorry, I just just finished by saying that the, some of the schemes I've mentioned just then uh, skipped into Colm. It's Lancashire going into North Yorkshire. You know, the Burska Curves is Lancashire going into Merseyside. We've got to work as one voice. We can't just look at ourselves in this with the walls up. We've got to work together and we've got to deliver for our residents. You're absolutely right to highlight that I think it's clear from anybody who's ever tuned into one of our board meetings that absolutely each and every member brings their areas, expertise, insight, challenges and opportunities to the table. Listen, talk, discuss, share best practice. How is it joined up? And, and those those schemes in particular that you've, you've mentioned there. Transport doesn't stop at a county border. People move across 
two, three more county borders, east-west connectivity, going to, to more rural areas for tourism and so on. It, it is such a fantastic thing to be able to bring those voices together uh, around one table and, and have that impact. You mentioned a little bit earlier on regarding sort of left behind neighbourhoods and some of the sort of social challenges that, that certain communities are, are facing. How would you say that the improved economic opportunities, which are supported by better connectivity, how, how far do they go and how do they help solve or address sort of social inequality that, that, that Lancashire is facing? I think that the, the most inspirational thing that Boris Johnson has brought to this country as our Prime Minister is the concept of levelling up and the idea that really Whitehall recognises that inequality for the first time and the schemes and the announcements that have so far come from this government have pointed towards the idea that there is never going to be a north-south or regional divide in this country ever again. Um, and so I'm extremely, I'm extremely passionate on, on hoping and helping the government to deliver on that uh, because I think it's, it is so important. Leveling up is about more than just whether or not you've got a shabby looking high street. It's about a shabby mentality and this concept of the people who stayed here and didn't go to the big cities are lesser of a person than than those who've got a job working at spinning fields in Manchester rather than working at the local law firm in Lancaster. It's that kind of cultural and psychological change that is required. That's what levelling up means to me. It's about skills, about the concept that you can walk out of any school and any college, not just with bits of paper in your hand, but with genuine ideas about how to carry out the tasks that are going to get you a good job in the workplace and giving the employers that that reassurance that the people that we are churning out of, of our educational establishments are worth hiring and it is worth sticking with local employers. That's what levelling up means to me. It's, it is about transport opportunities making sure that you can get a bus and it's guaranteed to turn up, making sure that you're getting on a train and you're guaranteed to get a seat, that there's Wi-Fi at a train station, you know, like, or and or not just that, but steps, not, not just steps, but like accessibility for, for, for train stations. You know, it's about actually how do we make the, 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 the way in which people live their lives as easy as possible and politicians of all parties of the last few decades i think just they get themselves a bit a bit mithered in the detail a bit sometimes and i think they just forget that this is all about how do we make folks lives better and that's what i hope leveling up will achieve um, not just here's thirty thousand pound for you to uh, pay a consultant to uh, reimagine the this this shop front and have someone write a poem on the on the on the on the wall. That's not leveling up. Leveling up is about back to basics, giving people a better life, making it easier for them to get to work, better opportunities to get into work um, by having the best education you possibly can, um, 
and just living a better life. That's what leveling up means to me. So yeah, it's very exciting. And and that's 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 not just Lancashire. That's a quite a general political point there. If you don't mind me making one. Um, in terms of in terms of Lancashire as a whole, we've already received a number of leveling up fund uh, monies across across the county which has been really useful we've also benefited from the transforming cities fund in preston recently um and then there's as i say a number of core projects that are already taking place the spades are in the ground to improve the opportunities for people in lancashire and the pipeline as i say is massive you know we've got we've got about 15 billion pound investment pipeline of of, of projects that lancashire county council ourselves have identified and are either working on or working with uh, it's a mix of public and private it's a mix of of, of of new money and you know existing business investment it's you know it's a real it's 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 not something that we can just do as a government it's something that has to be done within ourselves and within the business community so um yeah it's there's a lot to do um and it's it's a really it's a, something that I'm extremely passionate about and, and I think it's the reason why most people go into politics. I think one of the, the key things that you uh, that you touched on there was that, and it's something that, that, that we say a lot, transport's not just about getting from A to B, it's about what that connection enables and the added value that, that it brings to your life. So, you know, knowing that when you get to the bus stop and it says it's five minutes away it is going to arrive in five minutes you know wi-fi on the trains getting a seat and and all of those things mean that you're more likely to use the use the public transport network in those instances but go a little bit further afield explore different options new opportunities things that you may not have thought were possible because they were a little bit too far away all of a sudden become much more commutable and accessible so I think you're absolutely right to, to to look at that in terms of how we make people's lives better. We had a, a, a big old year last year with a lot of national policy uh, papers and announcements. We had Bus Back Better, we had the Union Connectivity Review, we had the Integrated Rail Plan, of course, we had the Williams Shaps paper. Looking forward to, to 2022, in terms of national policy developments, what would you like to see and how would, would, would things enable the North to reach its full potential? Um, I think what I'd, what I'd especially like to see is that investment in the, uh, the Transport for the North's Northern Infrastructure Pipeline and specifically the schemes that Lancashire have outlined within that. So I think the delivery of the integrated rail plan has to be a success. It's got to be on time and on budget. I think we will regret this opportunity if we don't really push now to make sure that IRP gets delivered in full. Um, I know that I have colleagues who still think that we need to to change the IRP. I'm firmly of the belief that we take and we run with it. We we take what's there, we run with it and we 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 understand that this is NPR one and the NPR two which we would like to, to fulfill um will again come in time but we've got to make sure that 
that transport for the north establishes itself as the credible and capable partner to deliver the the IRP. Um, however, that's not the only that's not the only uh, rodeo in town in terms of rail investment. Obviously, we are really excited to see what comes out of the restoring your railways fund. We've got some great schemes that we've submitted to that. Uh, Fleetwood to Poulton, Skipton to Collins, I mentioned earlier, um, Rottenstall to Manchester, Berska Curves. There's all sorts of things that, that we'd like to see as part of the Restoring Your Railways funding. And that's a really exciting piece of work. The bus service improvement plan that we submitted was very ambitious. It's £170 million worth of potential investment into our bus network to make buses more reliable, to make them more integrated within the train system so that you know there's one ticket and things like that, like it is in, Lanc uh, like it is in London, sorry. Um, so I think there's, that's a real, that's a real key, key one for me. But overall, from my perspective, as a result of this week's announcement, the most important thing for me is making sure that the government um, responds positively to the Lancashire 15, the one voice, that's calls for the new deal for Greater Lancashire. That is is something that I'm so excited about, and I I think the government's obviously um, excited about too because they've they've obviously been helped to helped us helped us you know formulate this in the first place. So um, I I'm, I think that's what I'd really like to see in terms of 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 spending, um, and then I think in terms of actual overall policy development i think it's just really important that we continue down the path of decarbonization um, i think that getting to net zero is one of the most conservative things that you can do because it's about conserving the environment for the next generation and so i'm extremely keen to, to, to see you know more electrification of railways try and like phase all diesel out phase phase all kind of wasteful forms of, of of transport out and you know hydrogen's got a part to play in that especially on the buses and and then obviously there's some really exciting work that's happening with battery trains and the shuttle stuff so yeah i think that from a policy perspective i i'd like to see a continued um amount of work that that takes place on the decarbonization front and how to, to to finish us off then and bring him back to this sort of, you know, one north regional approach. How will Transport for the North be working over the next year or so to continue to champion the case for investment, highlight the full potential of the region? And, and, and where do you fit in as uh, as vice chair and the, the Lancashire representative? I think it's really important that Transport for the North set the vision for transport. And also the overall economic and social context of the north and some of the work that's been done recently for example the paper on social mobility and why public transport has such a role to play in actual getting people to work and giving them opportunities that they wouldn't have otherwise i think that's a really important piece of work that, that transport for the north has been doing and i think that we should not define the organization by the headlines of the politicians um it's that's a, obviously an important role that, that that transport for the north plays however the a lot of the technical work that's been done um the road strategy 
the stuff on Northern Powerhouse Rail. We wouldn't have got as far if we didn't have Tim Wood and his amazing team working on, on the Northern Powerhouse Rail stuff for as long as they have been. And to have that daily interface with the DFT, I think, is so important, um, which no, you know, no other area has led in the way we have. You know, we, we should be proud of what Transport for the North has done. Um, and we've just got to just, just build on it. And as I say, focus maybe a little bit more on the, te the technical work that, that, that's carried out. Um, and, and again, also just make sure that we're a, we're a critical friend mm. of governments. Because if you just stand up and you say, you know, the Oliver Twist, I want more, then you it doesn't it doesn't work it just doesn't doesn't work and we've got to be a lot more strategic in in what we're what we're asking and also reassurance that we are capable of delivering mm -hmm. and so it is about making sure that the business cases all stack up making sure we've got the latest economic data which transport for the north so good at creating and um, and offering that data and that expertise to the to the wider north so I, I really want to make sure that lancashire county council for example continues to work really closely with transport for the north when it comes to our own modeling of potential business cases for things you know that's where the the, the value lies mm -hmm. and uh, so yeah I'm, I'm a very proud member of transport for the north and 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 i think that the whole team should be really proud of what they've what they've achieved over the last few years and um yeah look forward to to, to to a really exciting time now as i say with the integrated rail plan it's huge amount of work that, that's needed to be done there it, there's a huge amount of um of work to be done for the non-irp elements of 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 the future of rail over the next few years and you know for transport for the north it's imperative that that you are supportive um of other ways in which the north is trying to speak with one voice so your support for the new the new deal for greater lancashire is going to be imperative so yeah very exciting times ahead and so anyone listening to this thinking where should i plonk my my business Morecambe is lovely we've got loads of great development opportunities great land just off the motorway on the uh, West Coast Main Line, going to get HS2 services stop here. It's an amazing place. Welcome mm -hmm. PLC. And a, We're open for business. And a, and a great little pub, I know, right on the seafront as well. Uh, I couldn't possibly comment. That's about the claim of interest. Thanks so much for your time today, Gemma. Thank you so much, Councillor Edwards. It's been great to uh, to speak to you, to hear a little bit more about business in, in Lancashire, about your priorities, the county's priorities, the challenges, and also the opportunities ahead for, for Lancashire and the wider north. So thank you so much for giving us your, your time so generously today. To all our listeners, thank you for tuning in once again. Hope you're enjoying our Business Matters chats. Make sure to stay up to date with all things TFN by following us over on Twitter and signing up to our All Points North newsletter. You'll find a box to pop your email address into at the bottom of the homepage of our website, transportforthenorth.com. And of course, that website is also where you'll find 
all our previous episodes, as well as the fantastic strategies, reports, insights, data that Councillor Edwards has referenced today. So things like our decarbonisation strategy, our major roads report, our freight and logistics work, all on our website. So please do go and take a look and familiarise yourself with TFN's work. Thank you again, Councillor Edwards. Thank you to all our listeners. And we look forward to speaking to you again soon. Thanks for listening to the Transport for the North podcast. Don't forget you can subscribe on Spotify and SoundCloud so you never miss an episode. You can find us on Twitter, LinkedIn and Facebook for all our latest updates. And join us on our website where you can find all the latest news and sign up to our All Points North newsletter.